Welcome to The Deeper You Go, The Weirder It Gets. I'm your host, Get Rennan. So this episode is the recap of ceremonies 19 and 20, and these ceremonies occurred on Thursday, May 11th, and Friday, May 12th. This is the final recap from my time in Peru, and at the end of this episode, I talk about how I stumbled upon a Mother's Day drinking contest, and for this episode, I am reading straight from my journal entry. But before we start, as always, I encourage you all to reach out with any questions you may have about my journey or anything I have discussed. And if you would like to support the show and support my year-long journey, one of the easiest ways is to get you some podcast gear. I have stickers, hats, mugs, t-shirts, and hoodies. The link for the gear is in the show notes. Another great way to support me is I have fermented herbal tonics and pine pollen tinctures available. Please email me for more details. And I've been talking about this, that the pine pollen tinctures are the real deal and they've been flying off the shelves. This is because testosterone in both men and women is at an all-time low thanks to pesticides, microplastics, tap water, a sedentary lifestyle, pharmaceutical drugs, and even wacky modern ideology. And the result is that most people are overweight, unfocused, depressed, and have minimal muscle mass and almost zero sex drive. Not to mention, the low testosterone is a major factor in why the masculine and feminine energies in our society are so out of whack and lacking harmony. So if you want to save yourself, save your relationship, and possibly even save the world, get you some pine pollen. My pine pollen is made with the best ingredients possible. Raw, uncracked pine pollen harvested in the pristine Canadian wilderness and organic cane alcohol. It doesn't get any cleaner than that. Again, if you're interested in purchasing these, please send me a message. Also, I have a book called The Self-Sabotage Guide, Nine Behaviors, preventing you from becoming stronger, faster, and sexier. It's an ebook. I wrote it about eight years ago. Uh, short read. I think it's like $4.99. Check it out. See what you think. And last, at the very least, if you enjoy this podcast, please like it, share it, subscribe it, and leave a review. Specifically, if you're listening to this on the Apple Podcast app, it takes you five minutes to send a review, and it really helps me out. So anyway, let's get into it. So ceremony 19 and 20 recap, reading straight from my journal. So the ceremonies on Thursday and Friday, May 11th and 12th, were much better. I felt as good as news, so I upped my dosage to get right back into the swing of things. And on Thursday night, May 11th, Miguel sang to me to clean out what is called Uchas, my Uchas de la Vida, which translates to the sins of life. And the sins of life don't necessarily mean biblical sins, more so it means wrongdoings, which kind of makes me think about the Greek meaning of the word sin. See, the Greek meaning of the word sin means to miss the mark. And this is basically an archery term. And so in order to, and when you think about archery, in order to hit the mark, to land on the bullseye, to hit your target, the arrow must fly straight and true. Likewise, to be the best version of yourself or ourselves, we must also do the same. However, we tend to get in our own way and we tend to have bad thinking and bad actions. And then that, of course, throws us off and we're no longer flying straight and true. So cleaning Ucha de la Vida is a way of wiping the slate clean. And in order to do this, you must first forgive yourself for all the past wrongdoings you have done. 
See, we can never change the past, but we can change our relationship with it. And once we forgive ourselves, we can then learn from our past mistakes, reorient ourselves so that we can get our lives back on track, so that we can hit the mark, the target. And so while Miguel was singing to me, I had this visual of Pac-Man eating all my uchas. And not only could I see this, but I could feel it too. All the negative, all my negative thought patterns and blockages associated with all my past mistakes were just being gobbled up. And after the song, I felt alive and I had a renewed sense of being. And then I went outside to practice my singing. And to my great surprise, my songs felt much better. See, as I mentioned earlier in some of the last episodes that I was feeling really sick over the last few days and I kind of felt like I was going backwards in my singing process. I had no tone or rhythm and I kept getting stuck. And obviously this was really frustrating because learning how to sing is one of my main intentions. So it felt good to not only get back on track, but to finally feel confident in my style of singing. And I still have a ways to go, but I finally feel like I have a foundation on which to build off of, which is definitely a good feeling. Then the rest of Thursday night, I was just sitting there on my mat, really enjoying the ceremony. I was feeling really good. The My visions opened up, and I was just marinating in the high-frequency vibrations of the ceremony. So then Friday night ceremony was kind of more of the same. But one funny thing that did happen in the beginning of ceremony. See, the medicine opened up big time for me and I had to go to the bathroom. And so I was in the, so while, as I was in the stall, I was extremely deep in the medicine, having all kinds of visuals, feeling sick and just feeling rather uncomfortable. So I was in there doing my thing and it was a slow process, meaning I was in there for close to about 10 minutes. Well, in the stall next to me, there was this young German girl And she is super sweet and extremely nice, but she definitely gets a little wonky on the medicine. And so while I was struggling to do my thing, her in the stall next to me, well, she starts singing in some weird song in German. While it wasn't necessarily a bad song, it was not what I wanted to hear in the moment. This is because, as you know, German is not necessarily the most beautiful sounding language in the world. I kind of felt like I was being invaded or something. And the worst part was, as I was, as I I was trapped, I couldn't leave because I was still doing my thing. So I was trapped in the bathroom being bombarded by some creepy sounding German song. I've, I finally, after, after a while, I finally made it back inside. And then I got called up by Miguel The intention for tonight was same as the night before, more more cleaning of my Ucha de la Vida with an emphasis on removing self-doubt, frustration, and lack of confidence. And as always, Miguel's songs were, it was powerful and I could feel the power of the plants doing their thing. They were cleaning my mind and my thoughts and washing away all this negative energy that I've been carrying around with me. And after he was done, I felt good, strong, and extremely focused. Then towards the end of ceremony, I got called up to Ricardo's mat to strengthen the connection of Ayauma. See, I think I said earlier in the week that I made the decision to keep my diet 
open for at least another four months. So earlier that day, Ricardo had me drink more Ayauma to keep the connection going. And his song was short and sweet and straight to the point. And after he was done, I could feel the connection of Ayauma. And I could feel that it was charged back up. And it was a great feeling. So that was pretty much it for that ceremony. But the next morning, I woke up at 7 a.m. to get breakfast. And I was feeling really good, very strong and alert. And so I was extremely happy about that, especially since I had just been sick a few days earlier. So anyway, as I was eating breakfast, I noticed that there were a lot of people, a lot of local villagers coming into the center. Well, it turns out that they were having a Mother's Day celebration. So after breakfast, I was heading back to my tombo when I noticed a large crowd on the soccer field. I was curious as to what was going on. Well, it turns out it was a good old-fashioned drinking contest at 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle, right? So pitted against each other were two moms from the village. And on the line was 700 solis, which is about 200 US dollars and is definitely a lot of money for the villagers. So each woman was sitting in a chair with a box of beers in front of them. And they had to drink, for the competition, they had to drink six liters of beer, which was about eight bottles of beer. And they were big bottles. And let me tell you, this is a lot of beer. I would definitely not want to have to drink that much beer. And by the time I started watching, they, they had each drank around four each. And at this point, the wheels were already starting to fall off. They both looked absolutely miserable. They were struggling to keep drinking, and they were even puking all over themselves. So great start to your Saturday morning. <laughs> and to be honest, it was kind of hard to watch, but I wanted to see how it all played out. Eventually, it got down to the final beer. They both rallied up and started chugging. One woman seemed to have a second win and then looked strong. The other started fading extremely fast. She kept dropping her beer and was on the verge of passing out. Some other woman, who I think was her mom, came in from the crowd to help her hold the beer, but it was too late. The other woman already won. The woman that lost started puking and then had to be carried away. But based on how many beers they both drank, I can say that there were no winners. I'm sure both women passed out and were probably hating life later that day both experiencing massive hangovers. But anyway, happy Mother's Day. See you on the other side.